Good morning. Good morning. Her voice is like partially recovered. I'll try to make it work. We're still getting over, all of us are still getting over us, kind of like a little crud sickness. So, uh, you know, it's been tough the last week, but we've enjoyed it. We're in Colorado. Uh, we've been uh, hiking, biking, uh, and just enjoying the family time. Um, today, and, and we'll talk more in depth, but today we're going to talk about marriage counseling and how it uh, didn't work for us and uh, the reasons why and um, go a little bit deeper. So my first recollection of us going to a marriage counseling him being in the Navy, we can get the services for free. So it was kind of like, hey, you know, why not? It's free. Let's go. Um, was in San Diego when we were pregnant with our first um and at the time i don't even remember why do you remember why we went yeah we were uh we were going to marriage counseling um on the surface level right was i wasn't doing um enough around the house no the first time though i don't and this and that that was like the third we, time. we've been we've been like four times you know what i do remember it was about our um our constant fights about like uh cheating and all that other stuff yeah it was trust issues trust That's issues yeah 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 so we were going because you know in the um in the beginning while we were dating there were situations where i would talk to exes or people i knew from my past that i had been involved with and he took that as that i was cheating and i said no you know there's just friends from the past that i've known and whenever i would go back home i would meet up with a group of friends and they might be part of the group or whatever whatever maybe um and because of those situations he always took it that I, I i cheated on him so we went to marriage counseling to try to figure that out i don't know if you want to speak to that yeah i mean so i guess I, I don't know if it was the right format right i i needed a little bit more personal work at that time um to understand what was really going on um what the marriage counselor did was really just kind of hit hit it on the very surface you know we we talked about ways that we could um build trust in the relationship um by communicating and things which is which it goes deeper but we didn't take it that deep um, because i was still having a lot of um insecurities from you know um my lack of attachment as a kid there, there's a lot of things that go from my childhood traumas that played into what was at, at play and then what was funny is that the marriage counselor um started i say to take my side but started to come towards me and she was an older lady probably like in her 60s yeah, yeah. and had a crush on him yeah she blatantly hit on him during our sessions <laughs> and i'm just sitting there and i'm like okay what's the purpose of this like, yeah, a couple. i was like are we here to try to figure our shit out or is she here to like hit on him and make him feel good about himself so one thing i noticed very early on after we kept hitting like the same obstacle with these trust issues was that it wasn't anything i was necessarily doing or saying but that it was a lot deeper than that and i remember telling him that I remember telling him, you know, this doesn't have to do with me and what I'm doing. Like, I'm telling you what I'm doing. Like, I'm being open and honest. Nothing's going on. Um, 
it has to do with your childhood. And I'm sure many of you wouldn't know. I don't know if you want to oh. just kind of like on the surface, like a quick yeah. story. Um, so I, I, my, my mother cheated on my father and I was the, uh, the byproduct of that. So my mom had a, an affair and, um, out came me. So that has a lot to play with, you know, the beginning stages and then continual through the way I was raised and what, what ways I was conditioned through what I saw was a, was a part of that. And I didn't understand that at the time. Like I knew that there was something there, but I didn't, I didn't call it that. I didn't, you know, say, oh yeah, this is the reason I was always pushing it towards, you know, like her and what she was doing. Um, and, and it was, uh, it was a, it was a tough first, first year um, in, in that regard. And then we went to Italy and I remember we went to marriage counseling out there again. And that was more focused on by then, you know, we had our second kid out there and I was doing everything by myself. He would basically just come home, eat dinner, go to sleep, and do the same thing the next day, go to work. And, you know, with two little kids, it was really hard on me trying to keep up, you know, with the housework and everything. We eventually did have a cleaning lady. She would come in about twice a month to help. But that was more, you know, the deep cleaning. It wasn't the everyday stuff. And I was still very overwhelmed with, you know, both of my boys were very attached to me so they both wanted to be carried all day and you know they're they're kids that's what kids do <laughs> um and I just I was looking for the relief right so in my head my husband would come home and would help me relieve me from having to deal with the kids all day and all the housework and that's not what was happening so we started going to marriage counseling for that and I think twice more after that and it it was just kind of them you know, saying, okay, what can you do more? So, you know, she's happier and, you know, how can we fix this? How can you communicate this? And it would work for maybe a month, two tops, three months. And then we would kind of just fall back into the same old track of, you know, me doing everything and him just going to work. Yeah. I think traditionalism is the ultimate killer for growth. Right. And, and for me at that time, I was like, hey, my job is to provide. I'm going into the Navy. I'm working every single day. And uh, you need to stay, you know, you're at home and you need to provide uh, and, and hold up your end of the bargain. Well, what I didn't really know on the deeper level is I needed to emotionally uh, and physically be there for my family. And so like when we were in marriage counseling, we weren't, it wasn't going that deep. It wasn't, it wasn't going that deep for us. It was more like, okay, she wants you to do the dishes, do, do the, the dishes. dishes more. Yeah. And I would do the dishes and it still wasn't meeting what she yeah. wanted. And it, it's because she wasn't wanting the dishes. She wanted me to emotionally be there. She wanted me to, to be there physically and help and, and, and watch our young family grow. And I didn't, I immersed, immersed myself. And I've told many men and I've told many women out there that that was the, the kind of the breaking point of our relationship to where we were just on like cruise control for a while was in Italy and um, when I go back and look at that that is I, I relate the that most focused you were on your career the most focused I was on my career because I, I was following the traditional mindset of like how I was raised well my dad did that and he was successful he provided we had roof over our head food on uh, food in our stomach clothes on our uh, back and it was okay but that's not where she uh, wanted me to show up in the relationship. 
And now that I know that it's not just solely focused um, on my career, you know, like I'm, uh, I I said, I, when, when I uh, got out of the Navy, I was like, Oh, I want to be a stay at home dad. And I've slowly stepped back to that because I want to be an integrated man. Right. And I want to, I want to show up not just for her, but I want to show up for myself too. And and what I'm building as a man, as a father, as a husband. Um, So like with marriage counseling in Italy, it was just like, Hey, do the dishes. She, you know, like she wants you to do more dishes. And then it would be like, Oh, you know, like, Hey, laundry cook, you know, it was never emotion, like a deep emotional, um, I, I say this, maybe there was for you, I don't know, but uh, uh, like a little bit of abandonment in the sense of like our our relationship, what we were building, our vision. Yeah, I mean, if, <clears throat> if I had to say one thing about marriage counseling is every time we've gone, it's been very much, like you said, surface level, this is a problem, fix it. Um, but, you know, from doing this for many years now and, and diving into all this work, it's never about the issue that you really think. It's not about the socks on the floor. It's not about the laundry undone. It's not about the dishes in the sink. If you're not connected with that person, with your spouse, um, it, there's not a true connection, intimacy. You're not spending time together. You're not having deep conversations. You're not having the time to get to know each other. There's always going to be another problem. And now that we've hit this different level, I don't have that you know, I don't have those thoughts of, oh, he didn't pick his socks up off the floor or, oh, he didn't do the dishes today or, oh, he didn't do the laundry. It really doesn't matter to me anymore because I just, I feel so connected to him all the time. And I know that he's not doing it to like get at me. Like before I had these thoughts of, oh, he just doesn't care. You know, that's why he's not doing it. Oh, you know, if he really cared about me, if he really loved me, he would do these things. And then, of course, if you've never heard of the five love languages, look them up, I believe, by Gary Chapman, I think. Gary Chapman. Um, we also, that was something that we went to a workshop, three-day workshop in San Francisco when I was like six months pregnant. We read the books. And throughout the years, you know, some marriage counselors have touched on it. My love language is the it's acts of service and my second is quality time and we weren't doing either of those at that yeah time. during that time I was more so, more at work yeah but even throughout the years when we've tried it's it's never gone like as deep as it needed to go yeah I will so I've always thought about this too is like my love language is physical touch right and so I would try to, I would, I would work on doing more things in the house, do dishes, which goes back to covert contracts. Cause I would never, I would never articulate what I wanted from like things that I was doing around the house. So I would do all these things in hopes that I would get physical touch. I would get recognition. Um, and sometimes it would happen. Sometimes it wouldn't, but what, what would happen for me is the more that I didn't get that, I'm, I, I would burn out because I would try to do too much and I wouldn't get that recognition or that physical touch in the way that I wanted, but it, but I never articulated that. And uh, then I would never be able to reciprocate and give her, um, her love or meet her love languages. So it was, it was um, something that we both uh, lacked um, the in-depth knowledge, but going to marriage counseling, we, we didn't gain much traction uh, in that regards either. No, it was something that would burn out pretty quickly. 
Um, so I guess my advice would be if you're looking to really fix a relationship, the surface level things aren't the issues. Rarely ever are they. It's usually way deeper than that. It's the things that you don't really want to talk about or it's the things that you don't even recognize are there. Um, because a lot of, you know, the things that was going on with him, like it wasn't something he knew and he was hiding and that he didn't want to, you know, recognize or touch. And the same with me, like it's there. It's about having an awareness of where is this really coming from? Why is this really here? You know, what? how was I raised and how is that affecting the way I see the world today? Like so many of us are like, oh no, I have a different lens than the way I was raised. It's completely different, but it's hard for us to recognize that it's like a software program that has been installed from your childhood. And unless you're very conscious about doing that upgrade, that is your autopilot. That is the program you're always going to go default to when anything else isn't working so how do we really rewire our brains for that change and it's not something that happens overnight and it's not easy um sometimes it's very deep hard work that you know people don't want to do because you're you know it's for me it's like turning you know the whole house upside down like you're shaking things up for the first time in your life um but that is where change comes from you know it's not from scratching these little things and saying, okay, I'm going to do the dishes. Now she's happy. Now everything's going to be all right. Um, it's never that. Yeah. I think for men, um, during, if, if you're going through this or you're about to encounter this journey, I think it's important to surround yourself with men, other men, like-minded men in this uh, process. Because one thing that I realized throughout this whole process as a, as a nice guy was I was unloading all of my emotions on my wife. And one thing, uh, building that polarity that we've talked about, um, re-energizing the masculine and the feminine, right? It's about um, understanding that there is vulnerability, but then there is suffocation too, right? So like, yeah, I want to be vulnerable and I want to open up to my wife, but my wife doesn't need every single emotion I'm feeling. And so I surrounded myself, I've been surrounding myself with men, um, like-minded men, and I've been, you know, blown off steam when, when I'm frustrated or whatever arises, but then being able to open up and deeply connect. So like surround yourself with those men and then have love and compassion for yourself because understand that this process is not going to be easy by any means. And you're going to go into some dark sp space for yourself to, to rewire the way things have been right? Pushing yourself to the edge will, will allow you to live your life to the fullest. If you push yourself too far, and I've mentioned this before, you'll induce too much stress. If you don't push yourself far enough, you're just going to stay complacent and you're not going to really grow together in that, in that relationship. Yeah. So if you really want to address problems in any relationship, whether that be a friendship, um, mother-child relationship, father-child relationship, or spousal relationship, see what's really there. And also know that you can't make anyone else do this work. All you can do is do the work for you. Like there's certain things with certain people that I'm just like, I know that is as far as they are willing to meet me. And 
this is as far as I'm willing to meet them. And that's where the relationship will, you know, continue until that person's ready to move on more. Um, and also realizing what relationships can fall away, you know, just because someone is related to you or you've known them your whole life or whatever the case may be, doesn't mean that they have to be in your life forever. And it doesn't have to be a bad thing or a sad thing. You know, relationships serve their purposes and sometimes it's time to move on. Um, and one thing, you know, I tell people a lot, like it's easy in a marriage to say divorce, leave them, go find someone else. And yes, you can go find someone else that you're better, you know, act, that you two mesh better and you can do things better together. But at the end of the day, that person's also going to have their shit. And that's also going to come up eventually. And the point is not to run away every time it gets hard, but to figure out how do you make it work? Um, so those are questions you have to ask yourself. And one thing with Alex that I can say is he's always shown me that he's willing to do the work. He's always shown me that he's willing to grow and change. Even if it's taken his time. <laughs> I've always seen that in him, you know, I've always seen that potential. I've always seen his want to be better. And that's what's, you know, kept me here. <laughs> Don't get all mushy on me. <laughs> Are you going to cry? <laughs> I ain't going to cry. Uh, it's but, too early in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't drank enough water for tears. No, but seriously, um, you know, recognize that in your partner, you know, are there someone who's completely stuck in their ways or are they someone who's, you know, who you've, you've seen change throughout things that you've gone through in the relationship? And obviously it starts with small things. The, the big things are going to be harder to get them to move and, and change and realize what they are. I just, I've always had this inkling inside of me of, I want more in my relationship. You know, like I want depthness. I, I want this to feel very intimate and different than what I've had in the past. And that's what I've always strived for is to try to get that deep, intimate connection with my spouse, with my partner, with my children, because we function better when we feel better in our relationships. Well, and en energies are contagious, right? Yeah. So like when we're both, I, that's one thing I've always told her is like when we're at our highest of highs, like we're untouchable. Like as a couple, we are like vibing. It's, it's, we, we attract everything all good things. Right. And so um that's that's really where we're we're on the the higher vibrance right now um but one thing I do want to add in there is I know some therapists that are really good that I've not gone to um so I don't want to say all like marriage counseling is bad you have to really do like it's like do, it's, your, homework. do your homework yeah. right um for us in the military it was free so we were just thrown we were given options and uh out of those options that's what we got but I I know of some really, 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 really good uh, therapists that um, can get to that deeper level. So I'm not saying marriage counseling is not a way to go, but it just wasn't for us and and our uh, and our journey. Um, yeah. And that. And also know that just because somebody isn't, you know, a certified gynecologist therapist doesn't mean they can't help you. Um, there's so many people we know now from being involved in the communities we're in that do this work for people and they don't have a certification. They don't have a degree, they don't have a doctorate, but they're really good at what they do and they know how to. So 
you know, look on their, you know, Instagram, funny enough, is a great place to look for these people um, or join these communities where these people are part of and you can find them. Yeah, I don't have anything else to say. Yeah, no, so this this was a, a good, you know, good area to scratch the surface. If anyone um, has any comments or questions more on this topic, send it to us. Uh, we'd love to dive deeper on it. Um, we will be Instagram live again uh, this Friday. Uh, please share, like, um, and comment on our uh, our content as we really want to uh, share our journey and, and help others that may be. Yeah, we want to connect with all you people who are following us. We want to know, like, why are you here? What do you want to know? What do you want us to talk more about? We'd love to hear from you guys. Thank you. All right. See you on Friday.